And we are back, my friends. Stuart Walter here. Uh, more content. Yes. The CEO secret weapon. The re reason why we say secret weapon is because coming off the back of my major work, which is working with elite athletes, the athlete's secret weapon, there's a reason why it's called the secret weapon. And basically because if you found the edge in your sport, would you be telling your opponents? Would you be telling your teammates? No, you keep it to yourself. So it's kind of stayed that way. But what has been quite interesting is the fact that a lot of uh, athletes are now on the, the verge, or they are actually, are now becoming their own business identities, whether they're influencers, whether they've got their own product range, line, merchandise, whether their contracts are based on uh, people that can get to games and sponsorships. So athletes are becoming business people. So this is a reason why a lot of my clients now probably say 60% are elite athletes and 40% are in business and CEOs. And the way we look at this is as simple as the fact that CEOs have got a very similar um, mindset that's going on. Okay, physically it's different, but mentally it's exactly the same, the same fundamentals. So this is why it's awesome having Lewis, who is oh, recently named as the, was it UK Coach of the Year through Action Coach. And recently we were, he was over here in Australia on holidays with his two young girls and his wife. And yeah, we caught up and had a great long conversation about where he's at and what's going on because it's not just a business coach, he's a business owner and the growth within his own business has been remarkable. It's also to the point where <laughs> I kind of forgot that he was running a business. So I thought he was just a business coach. But here's the business turning over five million pound a year that he's doing. So this is why the content that we're delivering, the systems, the strategies are beneficial because he's a young guy, he's doing a, a PhD in organizational psychology. He's going through his, or he's um, ap applied for his doctorate. So that's not gonna be far off. He's also an investor into businesses, podcast host obviously, and coach. But in his spare time, he's a dad of two young girls and a wife and his life is amazing. So this is everything that we're talking about here is creating the ideal life. This is not about you becoming um, so committed to work that you're working 15, 20 hours a day. Unfortunately, this is what a lot of influencers are trying to put into you. Push, grind, hustle, work 24-7, seven days a week. And Lewis is a perfect example of why we're doing this. He's not in the job full-time. He's earning a substantial income. He's investing in other businesses. The same systems, the same strategies he's used to help other million-dollar enterprises and businesses are the same ones he's employing for his business. And it only goes to say that the result that both Lewis and myself have had, and recently, as he was getting his award, I got my award for the Global Peak Performance Mindset Specialist. So when we were talking, we were basically laughing about the reasons. You go, we've got these awards. And yet, because this is not about just doing all the work for someone else. This is about us doing the work on ourselves. The knowledge that Lewis has got within his coaching through the coaching company, through Action Coach, has allowed him to build the business to become the person that he has. For me, 
My mindset is critical. I'll spend 90 minutes a day working on my goals, my mindset, education, understanding, empowerment. I'm spending 90 minutes a day to better myself. So therefore, the content I put out there, the work I do with the elite clients in business and life and sport, that all is a result of me being a better version of myself. And the better version of myself is what we're leading into today, which is who you don't want around your boardroom table. Now, Lewis has challenged me because we have this incredible podcast episode, and I've referred back to it many times, about who you actually want around your boardroom table. The people that are inspire you, the people that have got right, the right information, the people who've got the right strategies, the application. And then it comes down to who you don't want around your boardroom table. And when Lewis and I were talking, we even had a great conversation last night. It's amazing the amount of dreams, businesses, ideas that are shut down because of the people you don't want around the boardroom table. But these are the people that have kind of forced themselves in there. Now, when I say that, with all respect, friends, family, partners, previous um, colleagues, all these people that you classify as friends or connections or contacts, potentially because you've got a connection with them, you rely on them, you begin to trust them, trust their information. And it's amazing as well, I can have so many conversations with, with people and they go, oh, I'll get back to you. And I know as soon as they say, I will get back to you, they're going to go and bounce it off someone else. They're going to go and talk to friends. They're going to talk to other people. They're going to go away on a weekend. They're going to come back and go, oh, no, it's not for me. Why? What is the shift? What is the change? Because when you stick to your gut instinct and your intuition, and your intuition says, I need to do something for myself, then you have a conversation. Then you go, yeah, this is what I want to do. Why is it then you go to the people that are uh, unofficially around your boardroom table? These are the people that are influencing you. Okay, parents, brothers, sisters, friends, family, previous colleagues, people at work, people on the street. Well, what do you think about? Ah, oh, and I've got so many people around. And, I, and to be honest, I don't bounce business ideas off them. One, because they might not be in business. Two, because they might have been in business and might have failed or gone back to a safe environment being employee. For me, I've got to trust my gut instinct. I've got to trust my intuition because there's not many people like me around that are willing to push towards goals that are incredibly large. Because the people I want around my boardroom table, and I've I'll put my hand up. I know this is a podcast, but I've actually got my hand up in the air now. And say, I was caught in a business. I was in this business and met a business strategist. And this business strategist, over a period of time, he built the business up. We had people coming on board. I had general manager. I had an internet person. I had sales manager. I had CEO, a um, general manager, what is it, uh, COO. And we're working towards a huge company and business so much so that the business strategist said hey look let's 
let's merge and build this big corporation. And yeah, went into the corporation, brilliant, brilliant concept, just handled poorly. And unfortunately, people lost track of what was going on, including myself. So I got caught up by going, right, I'm presenting this person as the chairman of my board. They were controlling everything. I was just a mere passenger or puppet within this game. And it got to a point where I could see that the business was getting smaller by having more people in it, more people around it, more influential people telling me what I need to do. And I put my trust in other people. And it is amazing that people you think are there to support you, remember, you might be doing something that they haven't done. What is going to happen and how are they going to feel when you are successful? They're going to beat themselves up. Okay, people, unfortunately, and we've found this, and within Australia, it's called the tall poppy syndrome, okay, which is when you stick your head up, people want to cut you down. It kind of is, but it kind of isn't. When you think about that, we love successful people. If you look at sports, business, arts, culture, science, politics, you look at people in, that are successful in those industries, and we look up, we look up to them. But what it is, is the, we don't like people we know being successful. We do not like people we know being successful because when you see someone who is, you then go, yeah, that's good for them, but where am I at? Why haven't I done that? Why didn't I stick to the goal? Why didn't I stick to the dream? Sure, you can get off your backside and do something about it. And many people don't. What they do is they try to make themselves feel better. So what they do is pull you down to their level. They're going to be telling you, don't do that. Don't be so stupid. It didn't work last time. I've done it before. It's too hard. It's not possible. You can't make money that way. These are the people that might have been around a boardroom table. And these are the people that you've got to be very defined and very deliberate in outlining who you do have and what information and what people you don't want around the table. Because these people are going to be influencing you, whether it is in an official meeting, like let's go to the boardroom and have a chat, versus let's sit down over a beer and a steak on the weekend and a barbecue and friends and family go, oh, this is what I'm thinking, just thought I'd run it past you. These are the people that may not be as successful as you. So be very cautious. Run your questions through your answers, your ideas, the opportunities. Run them through who you want on your boardroom table. The boardroom table are basically influential people that are here, that are there to help you to leverage you to where you want to go. Sure, use me as an example. As Lewis was saying, you may not be able to afford me face-to-face, one-on-one sessions, but you can buy a $195 program. You can, as we will have it shortly, have a subscription-based podcast where the information is going to be next level. It's going to be systems, it's going to be processes, it's resources, it's going to be tools that are going to help you to get to that point. So yes, I can still be on your boardroom table. I can be an advisor in your peak performance mindset. When you become more successful, when the funds are there to invest, then we can step up into a greater level. But it's also knowing that we'll get to a point where potentially I not that may not be beneficial for you or for your business. Again, you could look up to someone now and go, oh, I'd love to have them as a business strategist. And again, 
you can, uh, we can, or as I say, sorry, you can, uh, we can only take people to where we are. So this is why I've teamed up with Lewis, because he's one of the best in the world. I'm one of the best in the world. So I can only take people to where I'm at. And I know a lot of people in my industry. They look up to me with my success in great demand because I spend so much time on myself. Okay, So I can position myself because I know to help people to become the best in the world, I need to be the best in the world. You've got to look at you and your business and go, right, to become the best version of me, you probably need a nutritionist. You probably need an exercise physiologist or a personal trainer. You probably need someone like myself as far as mindset coaching. You might need someone like Lewis within the strategies and the implementation, the application for business. You might look at another couple who you might be friends with and say, that's the ultimate relationship that I would love to have and to replicate. So they can be on your boardroom table so you can then start learning and applying exactly what they're doing. So see where we're going is who do you want to be around? But you've got to be very quick, careful, cautious. That was a strange combination of words, wasn't it? You've got to be very cautious about the people that stay on that boardroom table. Probably every 12 months, you're going to have to review who's on your boardroom table. Do we increase their intensity? Do we drop them back? Do we cut them off? Do we bring someone better in? This is what's going to happen within your boardroom table. Because what's going to happen is people are going to be making decisions for you. If you believe and trust them and you invite them into your boardroom table, you are going to be absorbing potentially their negative values, their negative experiences, their beliefs, their history. No one's going to be more passionate about you and your business than you are. Think about that. People are there to support you, but every person that we know Everyone is doing what they want for themselves for their own benefit. This is one of the fundamentals of the human mind. Everything we do is for our own benefit. So think about this. Why is that person on your boardroom table? What is in it for them? Why have you got this person on your boardroom table? What do they want to gain by being on your table with you? Think about it. You've got to be very, very cautious because everyone is in it for themselves. And let's face it, I'm going to be. Sure, I want to share my information with you. And there's a reason why. Because I want to leverage myself to help you in your business. My mission, I may have mentioned it before, is to change the way people think, believe, behave and communicate in a way that empowers others. So this information is going to help you change the way you think, believe, behave and communicate in a way that will empower the people on your board, your employees, your business, your opportunities. So therefore, I'm achieving my mission by helping you to, um, to oh, what's that last word, sorry, to empower other people. So as you're empowering others and your team and colleagues and getting new business, that's my mission being complete. Now, there's probably going to be a time where you don't need me. You might have all the information. And this is the challenge. This is a challenge for you to be strong enough to say, bang, I don't need that anymore. I'm going to find someone better. I'm going to upgrade. Instead of just a uh, $20 program or listening to a podcast or, okay, I need some greater details. You might connect with Lewis on a business coaching concept. You might connect with me as far as a peak performance mindset coach. 
So therefore we can increase the intensity. You might get to a point and go, eh, that guy Stuart, no, it's just not doing it for me now. It's too pushy. He's always pushing me to become better. He's always driving me. Sure, because I'm driving myself. I'm pushing myself to these limits because I know what I can be and that's where I'm going. Okay, so I'm not for everyone. Lewis is not the perfect person for everyone as far as a business coach. If you want support and encouragement and nurturing and it's okay, poor you, poor you, yeah, I'm not the person for you. Because all that is doing is playing the emotional game. Here's the systems, here's the strategies. You decide to be at the top of your game. Yeah, I'll help you. Lewis will help you. We want to burn the boardroom table. But it's also you have to be strong enough at that moment to say, no, that is it. You're off, you're in, let's step it up, let's make it happen. So remember, this boardroom table is not just about business. This is about life. And if you've heard other podcasts, one, thank you for coming back. Number two, if this is your first one, make sure you subscribe and go and check on the website, uh, ceosecretweapon.info. Go there, you can get to the download of the Dear Diary process, connect with Lewis, connect with myself, ask questions and get some information and tools and resources. So let's get back to it. Let's step it up. So we're working on, who do you need in your boardroom table for happiness? Who do you want to model? Who do you want to model for health? Get the right people. Love, who's the right people on your boardroom table to help you within that? Wealth, who's the people to help you, not just within business, but within the investment, within the growth of the business, within the how you um, manage the assets? Do you need an accountant on your boardroom table? Sure, okay, and I've done that as well. I've had one accountant, they were great. Then I met this other accountant and said, we can do this, 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 this within business, bang, bang, bang. And all I got was bills, all I got was problems, all I got was more tax issues, tax issues, tax issues, because I relied too much on them. Now I've gone back to the original one, everything's all sweet, happy days. So you're gonna have to be strong enough to go, this is my journey, this is my boardroom table, these are the people I choose to come into my life, and I choose to trust these people. Once that trust is broken, cut, get them out of there as quickly as you can before they create too much toxic within your mind, within your business, within your life. So I'm Stuart Walter. There's a challenge as set by Lewis. Who don't you want to board around your boardroom table? Because this is the emotional aspect of it. People will do what they need to for themselves. Do they have the, your best interests at heart? Possibly no. Do they have the experience? Possibly yes. Has their experience been jaded by their level of success? If they haven't achieved, are they going to be guilty? Are they going to be bitter? Are they going to be jealous? Do they want to self-sabotage you? Do they want to hold you back, limit you, restrict you, suppress you to make themselves feel better that you didn't become successful? All these are the main thoughts, the emotional games that people play. You've got to be on that boardroom table, but don't just sit back and think they're doing the job for you. You've got to control it. That is the essential part. You have to be in control. And just like that, I'm in control and I'm going to hit the stop button. <laughs> it's been awesome chatting with you. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye now.